This shit has gone way too far. That's what the little voice in your head tells you. The black hoodie concealing your face is too warm for mid-April, and is thus putting your right guard to the test. However, it will keep you above description. And in this case, it's all that matters. The radio's on, but turned all the way down. More commercial breaks than there ever is music. Makes you curse your tape deck for being broken. Maybe it's a blessing, though. One less thing to distract you. After all, there are three other men to worry about. The first, Sean, the one you've known since Miss Abby's class at nursery school, is in the passenger seat sucking on a half-dead Newport as he loads a final shell into the sawed-off he stole from your first catch of the day. The four of you introduced his flesh to four pair of steel-toed Timberlands. You can still hear his ribs splintering, and that shrill scream he let out at the end when Babatunde's fist split his nose in two. Dante and Baba are in the 85 Escort behind the house, both in the same hot-ass hoodies you're rocking. Sean was the only one smart enough to go with short sleeves, but there are beads even on his brow, mostly near the sideburns. You've been telling him to cut that nappy fro of his for the last six months. It makes him look like a cheap-ass red man, but he likes red man. This joint is like that for 92, he proclaims, continuing to take the critique as a compliment. You can't wait for 93. You ready? Baba asks, his voice crackling with static through a pair of $10 walkie-talkies you've purchased for this hit. The car sits different on your new rear tires. Rochelle slashed the old ones two weeks ago when you told her it was over. Maybe it wasn't too prudent for you to mention that Catalina had bigger titties. You love titties, or breasts, as a more elegant, politically correct nigga might say. But you ain't elegant, and you definitely ain't PC. You're from Southeast, and there's four lives inside the rules say you gotta take. It was definitely not supposed to turn out like this. You would have rather spent the last three hours in Catalina's basement, bumping and grinding in nothing but a latex shield. You should be squeezing her nipples with your fingers and putting a thumb on that pearl down below. You were supposed to be five grand richer by dawn, but that hammer hit the base of the shell, and next thing you knew, Fat Rodney's skull was missing a chunk the size of your fist. His blood sprayed across your cheek as you took cover to the left of that doorframe. It was your first time out, and somebody had the fix in. Go fucking figure. So y'all ready? Dante asks again. Burn Street is nothing but quiet, a block the cops hardly ever patrol. Nothing out there but grandmas and kids and the PG line just a few up the hill. All of this for boys to men at the cap center. All of this because, once again, you didn't know when to pull out. One. You got up that morning Ferris Bueller style, peered through the shades, and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. Your new girl was still on your fingers, the smell of Claiborne all over everything else. You remembered the way her tongue felt against your chest, 
and the way she said goodnight before she went out through the basement, knowing your mom's always slept like a corpse.